Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Time now for the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I'm feeling myself right now. You should be. See that was great. My head. Yeah, that was great. No, I'm excited about myself again. Welcome into uh, Balloon Party 101 ESPN. It's one hour of glory. That's what it is. Jackson, we got a lot going on here. Do we ever? Look at you booking Darren Pang. <laughs> Big day for me. Uh, regale the audience with the story you just told me and our <laughs> former TMA board operator uh-huh. the great. who has been demoted from AM radio to morning drive on FM right. at Rockio. Uh, so I, I, I called Panger yesterday. Asked the great you, Darren Pang. The great Darren Pang. Yes. Wonderful human being. Always an outstanding interview. Always. He's so great. And so I, I call him. He couldn't be nicer. I said, could you come on with us at 1015 tomorrow on 101? He said, sure. Is this for McKernan? I said, yeah, it's with Tim. And he said, I'll do anything for that little bag of dirt. Nice. <laughs> we need to now sell little bag of dirt merchandise. Maybe just little bags of dirt. Lil Piddles and the little bag of dirt. That's right. <laughs> I still want to know what Lil Piddles was. I don't know. Lil Piddles was losing yesterday. Lil bag of dirt with you here for <laughs> one hour. Uh, we got all kinds of things going on here. Uh, Blues and Wild tonight. Dig in. Pre-game here on 101 ESPN at 7.30. Puck will drop Jackson at 8.45.03. Well, I'm not betting you again. You're done on that. Yeah, I've learned my lesson. You're done on that. Uh, you also bet Iggy and Doug from TMA that uh, Spurgeon would be suspended. So you paid them in cash because you don't believe they have Venmo. They don't, yeah. Okay. frustrating. So anything you want to wager on today. I always feel like it's the right thing to do ethically. The right. way I was raised at St. Gabriel's. Sure. Uh, to to give you an opportunity to win your money back. Let's bet on if uh, the Blues will go after Spurge. Okay. I, it's well, tough to it's, quantify it's, it's, that. It's, 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 it, yeah, the qualifier is... Is the game out of hand one way or the other? Right. I actually don't think they will. You think they will? Well, how are we going to define it? Because if it's just a normal hit, then how are we going to? But if like it's evident that... Let me ask you a question. Okay. Do you consider me a fair man? I, I, I do. So you know that I won't like dig in on some ridiculous premise right if like shen sends him through the glass <laughs> right. you know and you say well that was he was just right. playing playing the puck i mean shen told uh jeremy rutherford yesterday yeah you know certainly uh th- but paraphrasing it's good that we get to see him again right i'm gonna bet that they will all right so there it is five right. bucks i kind of want to lose this one <laughs> yeah well i, I don't you want to lose the they, last I don't one too? think that they will i don't think that they will i mean if you have a tight game I, th- th- let me. This is, this is takey, and I apologize because I, I like nice to. Take. I like a nice take, yeah, though. But 
it, it's taking in the sense that it, it could be applying theory to something that really, when it gets down to it, doesn't have any merit, which is essentially this entire industry. So my theory is the wild are going to be, I mean, they will be flying around when that puck drops at 845.02 or 03, one or the other. Yeah. And if the Blues can score the first goal and shut that thing down, or if Huso goes Bennington Game 7 2019 in Boston, uh, that will carry over and be incredibly deflating, not just for tonight and a Blues win, but for the series. It sounds so takey prisoner of the moment, but I do feel like it has that kind of importance because I think the Blues are going to get Minnesota's best for the first X number of minutes. And if they can withstand that or score first, and we were talking yesterday with Chris Kerber about the importance of scoring first, that that could indeed be the tone setter for the remainder of the series and potentially launch the Blues into the second round where they will face an avalanche team that scored five goals in 15 minutes last night against the Predators, which I believe is the first time something like that has happened since the 1984 Oilers, mm. and that was a nice little hockey club they had in they 1984 in, in northern Alberta. Yeah, pretty yeah. good ice hockey. Yeah, nice. Nicely done. Nice follow-up there. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, okay, what do you think about that? I mean, I, I don't really think it's a... Yeah, I, I mean, I, just, I don't think it's... Necess- it's it's not as takey as it like... As, no, I think as, it's pretty takey. Uh, not as much as you think. I mean, the Blues could score the first goal and lose 5-1. Yeah. But I really, I just, I think it's, I think there's something emotional, psychological about it uh, that Minnesota, and as Kerber said yesterday on the show, the score makes the game appear different than what the game actually was from right. a closeness standpoint. Right. Um, but you lose four nothing at home with the expectation, the anticipation, and a little bit of history. Even though some of the guys on this Minnesota team weren't around for previous Minnesota playoff failures. And it starts getting in your head, and then you got to head back to St. Louis for Friday night. And I would imagine the building in St. Louis Friday night will be up for snatch grabs, brother. It's going to yeah. be a scene. Friday night in St. Louis hockey, how do you do? Yeah, I mean, it turns uh, this game tonight into a must-win. I mean, I'm not really blowing the doors off there by saying that, but when you have that case, and then the, if the Blues come out strong, especially if Huso is the stone wall he was in Game 1, then I think you're right. It's going to be super deflating for them, and they're going to have to figure out a new way to— Get in the Blues' kitchen. Which is why the first goal, or if it's scoreless, they withstand a big rush out of the gate from Minnesota, is potentially series-defining. And I know it sounds odd to say that when you're talking about the essentially 70th minute or so of the series, but uh, I do think that this is a different set of circumstances than, say... Oh, I don't know. I, I was going to say Rangers-Penguins, but uh, I saw last night, I don't know how many people got a chance to watch that, and then stayed with it. I was watching the first few periods, and then, you know, I mean, my goodness. I wonder what time that game ended, Central Time. Um, but it went three overtimes. Oh, jeez. And the Penguins won, and I was about to say, you know, it's not like the Rangers. Well, it is like the Rangers-Penguins in the sense that if New York loses that thing mm. in game two, they're right. in big trouble down 2-0 after losing. And I saw a statistic with Scott Van Pelt this morning on SportsCenter with SVP, that when there is a three-overtime game in the first game of an NHL playoff series, the team that wins the three-overtime game is 12-1 and in the series. Oh, wow. That's How a great do do? stat. How do you do? I was, and as I was looking at that, uh, the highlights, I'm like, I wonder how this impacts. And then they presented the stat. Because it does seem like it's something that uh, you know can, can rip your heart out. Now, in 2012, Jackson... 
Did you know, I ask, acting like there's a chance you did, that the Blues lost to the Sharks in Game 1 in two overtimes? Taking myself back to Ladue Middle School when I was right. during that time. And you were covering that for Ladue Middle School. Right, yeah. You had a credential. I Annex, the, but still, nonetheless. The hat with the little press sign in it. Yeah. A fedora. Um, I, but I do not recall. And then they won four straight, and they knocked out the Sharks. But then they were swept by the A-seed uh, Kings who had beaten the one-seed Canucks in the first round. Point being, we've seen it. Now, that was a double-overtime game. The stat I'm using is for triple overtime. Mm -hmm. But uh, perhaps, say, the Panthers. President's Trophy-winning team lose last night to the Caps. Tomorrow night, if they fall behind early, they might go, oh, boy, here we go. Now, I realize the Wild didn't do what the Panthers did, and the Panthers certainly went all in. Um and that's a different situation, so it's not apples to apples, but that's why I am putting this kind of value on it. So the worst-case scenario for me coming in here tomorrow is the Blues do jump out to a 1 or 2 nothing lead, and then they wind up losing 5-2, to two, and I am absolutely lit up. Mm-hmm. So if that does happen, that at least gives the audience some cushion for a loss should that take place tonight. Yeah. All I, whenever I hear all this, I just all this breakdown just makes me think, and I'm getting a little sentimental, I love playoffs in sports. Like, it's so much fun. Like, the must-win games, the breaking down each little moment of it. it, it that's why we... That's You're not we, about to force-feed nope. a Gary Payton Jr. take down my throat and the, the audience's throat no, just, just You're not about to force-feed that. Any right? playoffs with, like, a series. Like, I like a, I like a series. Baseball to a lesser extent. I am with you on the baseball to a lesser extent when it's not the Cardinals. If it's right. the Cardinals, I can get all in. Wait for whatever reason. Story. Uh, Tim, by the way, that one loss after winning a 3 OT game was the Blues and Kings 2013. Fun fact for no one tell. Right. How about that? Just nice little stats we're pulling yep. out here. Fun fact for segment. no one tell. Um... Uh, or Chicago in 14, sorry. Yep, the Blues uh, started off with that one, and then they wound up losing uh, that series. Tim, it ended at 11.15 Central Time, so that's five hours and 15 minutes after the puck dropped. Jeez, that's like a whole extra hockey game. How about that? Yeah, it's basically playing a doubleheader. Uh, Speaking of which, uh, we'll talk some Cardinals here. Before we do that, a couple things I want to say. Darren Pang will be with us in six minutes. Can't wait to talk to him. And I have to be honest with you, at the very end, just if you could, and not necessarily you, but the audience, sure. our friends, sure. the, balloon, the Balloon Party family. Right. Family. That's a great way to What is it. the name? Lil Piddles and... Um, yeah, Little Piddles little and, bag little, of dirt. and the Little Bag of Dirt. The Little Piddles and Little Bag of Dirt family. I looked up Pang's handicap, golf handicap, yesterday, mm-hmm. and I have to talk that over with him. I'll we'll talk hockey for 10, 12 minutes, but right at the end, i got to talk about this because yeah. I'm, I'm enamored with it. Sure. Uh, so I just i got to get that in. It, somebody's going to ruin the surprise and text him and let him know I'm doing this. But I just, holy crap, holy jumping, actually, when I saw the handicap. Uh, all right, before I, before we break to go to, uh, to talk to Darren Pang, with regards to the Cardinals, they got a little bit of an offense situation here. Mm. Um, if I'm not mistaken... They are, well, I know they're 13 and 10, but in the 23 games they've scored, I think two runs or less in 11 of them. I believe that is the math. Yep. So certainly attention, uh, take your pick. I mean, I know Paul DeYoung is, is the one getting the most attention. You also have some corner outfield offensive production issues. The DH spot also should be discussed a little bit. Uh, considering that's usually somebody who doesn't really play defense and is there for offense, and it's not really happening. Uh, Today, for the first time since May of 2010, uh, Albert Pujols will be hitting DH and hitting fourth. He'll be DH and hitting fourth, excuse me. He wasn't DH in 2010, obviously, but batting cleanup, first time since May 2010. Really well said on my part. Uh, Tommy Edmund at second, Goldschmidt hitting second, playing first, Arnado third. 
than Pujols. Uh, Yepes will be playing right today and hitting behind Albert Pujols. Tyler O'Neill is down to six. They shipped him. They yeah. finally shipped him. Yep. Harrison Bader, Yadier Molina, and then hitting ninth, playing short, is Paul DeYoung. They will be going up against Chris Bubik in his 10-point, like, 1-4 ERA. Hey, you got to get after this fella today. What is the what is the number on this? Because you got Wainwright and you got Bubik. And the game got moved up again. Cardinals are only minus 140. Gee. I'm going to tell you something. Value. That's a little tempting for for the well, owner and proprietor of the Tam Avenue Capital Partners to ship. Little Pills is staying clear at the moment. You are staying clear after taking some hits. Yeah, I gotta I gotta re up the, the cash flow. Uh yeah, the Tam Avenue Capital Partners might be making a play on that. I mean it's Chris Bubik against Adam Wainwright. Well you left money on the table after Monday, so you gotta make up for I did it. leave money on the table. And I'm surprised value, it's only minus one forty. Uh, all right, so in addition to talking to Darren Pang here in a few minutes, uh, there is news regarding the Bally's Sports app. This just came out this morning, right. and I know this has been an issue for people, and we've mm-hmm. got some news. This is important sports business news. So we got Darren Pang coming up, then we got the news on the Bally Sports app and how Bally's is trying to get the product in front of its customers, not just in St. Louis, but all its regional sports networks. All of that to come here on Balloon Party. We'll take a break and be joined by Darren Pang with our engineered design facilities. Blues playoff report, that's next here on Balloon Party 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. It's time for a Blues Playoff Report. Brought to you by Engineered Design Facilities, the number one commercial fire alarm service provider in St. Louis. Welcome back. Balloon Party 101 ESPN. Tim McKernan Action Jackson with you for one hour. And uh, we kind of cleaned the place up. And, uh, and then BK and Ferrario come in from 11 to 2, and then you have the fast lane with Anthony Stalter, Brad Thompson, and Jamie Rivers from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. And tonight, right here on 101 ESPN Blues versus Wild, Game 2, pregame at 7.30 p.m. And Jackson is refusing to wager on what time the puck will drop. I've got 845.03 if you want to wager with your friends for an over-under. 845.03 is the number I have set. There is no wager today on 101 ESPN between Jackson and I. Uh, Darren Pang scheduled to join us coming up here on uh, Balloon Party with our Engineer Design Facilities Blues Playoff Report. Before we go to Darren Pang, 101 will be live this Friday with BK and Ferrario, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. in the fast lane. 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. from Enterprise Center as we gear up for Game 3 that night. If you've got tickets and you're headed to Enterprise for either Game 3 this Friday night or Game 4 this Sunday afternoon, make sure to get there early to enjoy the Bud Light Happy Hour pregame party in the Anheuser-Busch Beer Garden. Beginning two hours prior to puck drop, enjoy live music, food, and drink specials, and stop by the 101 ESPN table to get registered to win a signed Blues jersey. Ladies and gentlemen, it is our pleasure. It is our honor to be joined by Darren Pang here on 101 ESPN. Morning, Panger. Good morning. How are you doing this morning? I am wonderful. Thank you so much for joining the show. Uh, Jackson told me about your interaction and how you how you let him know that you would do anything, any, <laughs> anything, if asked, to come on the show. And that, sir, I can't thank you enough. 
My pleasure. Uh, anything might be a stretch, but but <laughs> <laughs> it's all about embellishment uh, on this uh, on this program. What do you think of what we saw from Billy Huso on uh, Monday night? Well, it was it was fabulous. I mean, you know, you never know what you're going to get. Uh, to be quite honest with you, you can have the greatest, you know, basically rookie season in the NHL, or first time you're you know you're a top goaltender and you're asked to be the one every single night. But that's different. That's not the same as playing against the same team for potentially seven games um the crowd last night everything gets amped up i mean the presentation last night in, or two nights ago in minnesota the intensity the scrums after the whistle i mean everything changes and uh with that you have to change so how impressed was i utterly impressed um he's uh he's a guy that i've said several times he's a he's a, there was an old goaltender way back in the day named i think it was george vesna and everybody called him he was cool as a cucumber and that's uh, that's basically what what we've got here with Billy Huso. He doesn't get rattled, um, doesn't get bothered by things that happen in front of him. He just plays the game. He just focuses on the puck. And obviously, a great start to the game by making a number of top, really hard, good saves. And I think that really um, gave the the bench a lot of confidence and, and clearly told everybody that he was ready to play. And we saw the way that the team responded on the other end once they knew that they had that kind of performance behind them in net and the Blues get out on the attack uh, with with David Perron and that offense. So the the Wild were able to keep the Blues top line in check, but Perron, O'Reilly doing their work. What do you think about the way the matchups played out? The grief line, the Blues with Thomas and Tarasenko, and then what we saw with O'Reilly and Perron, and, and then taking it forward to Game 2, what adjustments you think we may see? Well, we're going to see a big adjustment on their behalf. Uh, the, the Wild know exactly what they did wrong. There was you know, it's something that we anticipated. We talked to Ryan O'Reilly on Valley Sports before the game, and he said basically exactly what ended up happening. And that is we want to be, you know, we know they're going to come out. We know they play on the edge, but we want to be the team that doesn't go to the penalty box. Now, in saying all that, Minnesota still had six power plays, um, but the penalty kill shut them down. But I would expect that this game is more between the whistles. I would imagine that the supervisors for this series have already spoken to both coaches the referees in preparation for tonight's game um, will go to each bench. They'll warn each bench again and say anything that happens after the whistle, you'll go to the penalty box. And that's what happened on that first penalty to Greenway. The referees warned him. Um, and then the second scrum that happened, he was the one that went to the box and the Blues made him pay. So um, that's, that's going to be a change, um, I think, in terms of five-on-five play. I don't think we'll see as many penalties. But uh, the other thing is, I think we'll see a better Robert Thomas in tonight's game. Hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I just didn't think they had their best stuff. Um, they were checked really hard, and I think they've got to find out a way to get away from that. Darren Pang, our guest here on Bloom Party 101 ESPN. Tim McKernan, Jackson Burkett with you, talking mm-hmm. it over with our engineer design playoff report guest, Darren Pang here. Uh, what do you think of what took place at the end with Buchnevich and, and Spurgeon? Did that, uh, did that catch you off guard in particular because of not only what transpired, Panger, but also who the person was that was doing it, a Lady Bing finalist? Yeah, it's like it's like you, Tim. You know, a short guy like yourself. Right. You know, you got right. You got to do something there to, just to get that extra edge at the very end of the play. That's right. Um, and it's, it's sometimes you know, it's got to be dirty. I got to be honest with you. And that's you. Well, you know, that's what I was thinking about <laughs> when that play happened. I was thinking for sure you with your wool wool twill cap on or something, and then you're <laughs> biting at somebody's heels like that. That's the only place um, I can reach. <laughs> well, well, and, I, and I've got to be totally 100% transparent when the play happened 
I, I didn't see it as clearly as I did afterwards. Um, otherwise, I probably would have made a bit of a bigger, you know, comment about it. But, I, you know, I thought, and, and remember, we are the third TV in there. So we don't have the same amount of cameras as we do on our home game. But And I'm not making any excuses, but I thought that originally he cross-checked kind of the back of the pants and then it rolled down and, and got him in the back of the leg. So I didn't think anything of it until I saw it later. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I've known Jared Spurgeon since he came into the league. The kid is a, he is a mature leader. He's a class act. He's a terrific player. And I, I'm glad that he stepped out yesterday. He did a Zoom call from his house um, and was like totally embarrassed and, and apologetic. So it's not the worst thing I've ever seen in hockey, but, but coming from a guy like that, you know, it, it, it didn't become him. And so uh, anyway, I think the $5,000 fine was appropriate. Nobody ended up getting hurt. Uh, thankfully, because it's a non-hockey play. It's not something you see every day. I've never seen it before, ever, in my hockey career. So uh, all that being said, I think they, I think the NHL actually got it right. I think they made the right call based on the person that he is. And now, now he goes on an observation list. So if he happens to snap again and do something, well, then he'll pay the price. I kind of liked it, not in the sense of what took place, but for a guy like that to clearly lose his cool, it showed how much the Blues had frustrated the Wild. Well, that, that's exactly it. I mean, that's they, they were totally losing, uh, you know, losing their composure. I mean, you could see that happening with every whistle, with every scrum, with every time they tried to poke and prod at our guys to get our guys to take penalties. So um, that's all that was. That's home ice. Um, we've seen that before. You know, all the expectations are high. You open up on home ice, the fans are going crazy, and you can't even score a goal. Uh, you yeah. know, you can feel the fans on you. You're getting six power plays. You're not scoring on home ice. They're getting their power plays. They're scoring. And, uh, and it's just, a, I mean, it's exactly a perfect road game in a playoff scenario. And the Blues played in an absolutely perfect road game. When the Blues opened up in Winnipeg in 2019, they won a tight one. Uh, both games were one-goal games. As a matter of fact, in that series, all but uh, one of the six games uh, was a one-goal game. This is different, though. Certainly, Minnesota has Winnipeg-like ex- expectations from 2019, but the way they lost, 4 nothing, like you said, couldn't even get a goal. So, therefore, I am looking at what we're going to see here in the first 10 minutes or so from the Wild tonight as as big of a statement as they can possibly make, and I expect them to be flying around. And so the importance of this first 10 minutes, to me, stands out perhaps a little more than maybe your standard playoff game. How do you how do you look at it, Panger? Oh, yeah, I would absolutely think that everything but the kitchen sink is going to be thrown towards the net and... Uh... Um, total high intensity. Um, you know, they, they had 74, 75 attempts. And I think sometimes those stats are misleading. I mean, the Blues are last in attempts of the entire NHL, but they're first in quality chances. So, um, I mean, if I, I would just say that if I'm Billy Huso, that I would expect pucks coming from all directions. Sharp angles, stay tight to your post. Uh, you know, anything dumping-wise, just be, be sharp, be alert, control rebounds. And, you know, I think that's an area that they're going to want to expose to because there's a number of rebounds laying around. So, um, but you know, we, 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 know the, the importance of, for the blues, they got their one win. Um, they've regained home ice advantage, but to go up to nothing is entirely 
more significant and and it can maybe suck the life right out of the crowd and it can suck the life out of their team coming back into St. Louis. Hey, I want to ask you about the Avalanche to get some historical perspective on them. Last night they did something that we hadn't seen done since the 1984 Oilers with with five minutes and, and 15 minutes in a, in a playoff game like that to start things out. Uh, I, I recall the 2002 Red Wings as being a team, even when we were witnessing them, the Blues played them and lost in five, going, man, this is, this is just like a Hall of Fame all-star roster we're witnessing. Um, historically speaking, and I realize they haven't done anything yet outside of had a nice regular season, of course. How do you view the Avalanche, not even talking about a potential Blues and Avalanche second round, but just as you've gotten a chance to call games for them and, and getting your observation on what that team is? They're special. That's what they are. Um, they're, they're built for a long time, and I think the only thing that can get in their way the only thing that can get in their way, in my opinion, is themselves um, and the pressure of yeah. basically the pressure of winning. I mean, come on, like they're, Tim. They're they're phenomenal. Uh, they've got depth on the blue line. Their goaltender's proven that he can, you know, he can withstand the pressure. Although it's early in the playoffs and they get a significant lead, but uh, they they seem to they seem to be able to play any which way you want to play the game. You want to grind it out and win one nothing, they can do that. Um, but. You, you want to play a freewheeling game, look out, you're, you're, you're really playing with danger. Um, so the number one thing playing against them is the goaltender has to be so great in the first little while to frustrate them. And then the next thing you have to do is you have to send, you have to send Nathan McKinnon to the bench after every shift, slamming, slamming the door, slamming his stick, and getting him frustrated. It's very easy to see the head of the snake is him. And if you can frustrate the head of the snake, then you can have an opportunity to have success. But that's easier said than done. Uh, final question, and, and, and candidly, the most important question from my standpoint, uh, your, your your handicap on the Gin app, uh, which I'm always tracking. I'm a Gin app stalker, and, and you are hovering around scratch, and I see that you actually got as low as plus 2.1. I think it's time to start looking at uh, maybe playing at Norwood in the uh, Champions Tour event and uh, seeing if you can make some magic. Oh my goodness, that's a that's a really impressive uh, impressive research you're doing. You're like Jack Bauer with CTU or whatever. Um, you know, I, I'll call Chloe from Jack Bauer and find out what yours is. But um, in the meantime, I will say this: you probably saw it posted because I post more things about golf than I do about hockey. But um, I had a chance to play that uh, uh, an incredible course yesterday. And if, for anybody out there that's a golf historian, I played Interlochen uh, in Edina. And it's a Donald Ross design, I think from 19, maybe 09 or something like that. And, and it is absolutely spectacular. Bobby Jones won there. Anyway, I just want to let, the, let everybody know that my off day was, uh, was very nice. It was nice and cold. It was chilly. And I got to play a little bit of golf over there with two other goalies. Bob Mason played in the NHL and uh, Devin Duke. Yeah. Yes. So I had uh, three, three, uh, three tiers of size of goaltenders <laughs> and my – and my buddy Dave Otto, who does our stats, he drove up from um, St. Louis and brought my clubs, thankfully. So, uh, anyway. How'd you perform? <laughs> I, I, oh, no. Here we go. I actually <laughs> had a really good day. I, I, uh, I bogeyed the first hole and then made the rest of my pars. And then I, uh, I went uh, three over on the back and I shot 76. Okay, well, I mean, I don't see the score posted. So, on behalf of everybody at your place, I mean, I got to take care. You know, I, I got to protect the field, Panger. 
Okay, I'll, I'll get it posted later today. I've been a little busy. <laughs> yeah, you're only working on a Stanley Cup playoff game, and you come on and are kind enough to do an interview, and somebody's holding you accountable for posting your score. I guess this will be your first and last appearance on the show. Right here. Well, it could be it. That, that, that could be all she wrote. <laughs> Panger, always enjoy talking it over, man. Thanks so much. You too, Tim. Take care, bud. Take yeah, it easy. Guys. There he is, Darren Bye-bye. Pang with us here. Point one, Jackson? Jeez. What are we doing here? Yeah. Panger needs to get out there and play with the boys at Norwood. That's yeah, what he needs to do. 100%. I'd be, see what happens. I'd follow along. Oh, I, I really would. I yeah, legitimately would. I'd be sure. nerding out big time on that. I'd be all over it. Uh, great stuff there with Darren Pang. I could talk to him forever. Uh, I had him in on the podcast, and I think we did talk forever. <laughs> and I think he's probably like, oh, God, I'm going to be on with McKernan. I might be on for two hours. Don't worry. I only have an hour. Uh, great talking it over with Darren Pang. You miss anything here, you can always podcast. Dobbs Tire and Auto Center's podcast. That is our Blues Playoff Report presented by Engineer Design Facilities. Jackson, I'm picking up a physical tell from you that you have something that you would like to say. I don't know what it is, but please. No, no. Okay, I I felt like it. Well, I do know we're giving away Cardinal tickets for the Bart Bash, so that's one thing for certain. Yeah, and we'll give away the text of the day as as we're Is that what it is? Yeah, we'll give away the text of the day, so send in your, uh, you know, so far I think hate has won. Uh, Hate directed usually towards me. It's toward me? Toward me. Oh, what what have you done? Oh, I don't do... Oh, uh, you're talking about in general in our yeah, text of the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say, what have you done today to get oh, any well, hate? Does, but Just will, appearing on the show is yeah, enough? breathing uh, is is usually enough to, to receive it. But, you know, that is one in the past. So, you know, history has a tendency to repeat itself. Yeah, I'm telling you. But, uh, uh, that, 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 so, you so people know the brand that will get them tickets. Uh, it is the Bud Bash, and we are giving away tickets to... What we decide is the text of the day. Is that correct? Yeah, uh, yeah. 101 ESPN, your chance to win a four-pack of tickets to this Tuesday night's Budweiser Bash for Cardinals versus Orioles on May 10th. It's the next Bud Bash game of the 2022 season and features two limited-edition bobblehead giveaways featuring David Freeze and Lee Smith. Get all the details for this Tuesday night's Budweiser Bash now at cardinals.com slash promotion. So send in your personal attacks and the best one. I mean, it's like Jeffrey Ross, yeah. Nikki Glaser, right. yeah, friend of the Hubbard Radio family. Rest and here in peace, on a, Don Rickles. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's essentially how you win uh, a couple of tickets for the <laughs> Cardinals. And the, and I noticed, I, I'm not reading them just because I'm currently talking, but I see like this thing looks like a slot machine with the number of texts coming in. A couple early leaders. We got, uh, give me text of the day, you little asswipe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there it is. I mean, he posted a score, and it's going to be tough to beat that the rest of the way. we got to break just because I know I always have to break. So we'll break. This is Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Bringing some of these texts. They're so endearing and, and nice. Well, we're giving away Bud Bash tickets. Right, so they're coming to play. They are coming to play. And they are playing. And they're playing hard. Send your text in. The text that we select will get tickets to next week's Bud Bash, courtesy of 101 ESPN. It is 1039 in St. Louis, and you are listening to 101 ESPN. The name of the show is Lil Tex. And 
The little bag of dirt. A little bag of dirt, as uh, Panger called me. Uh, yeah, I'm just protecting the field. I mean, that's what I'm out here doing. No, I, I protect think the, I'm you, monitoring handicaps throughout the St. Louis metropolitan area. I would describe it as yeoman's work. I consider myself the Jay Monahan of uh, 101 ESPN. I uh, talked Cardinals a little bit in the first segment, in addition to, of course, the Blues and the Wild Game 2 here tonight on 101 ESPN. Pre-game at 7.30, and then we're just joined by Darren Pang with our engineer design facilities. Playoff report. Enjoyed talking it over with Panger. Um, this is something. Uh, I, this this intrigues. Sports business intrigues me. These Absolutely. kinds of conversations get me going, and I, and this ties into both Blues and Cardinals fans, and has been a major issue for a lot of people in St. Louis. Uh, and this just came out this morning, and really, uh, Jackson, within the last 90 minutes, as a matter of fact. Uh, on Wednesday, the Sinclair Broadcasting Group reveal, revealed its earnings report for the first quarter of 2022. It was an eventful three months for the broadcasting giant as they continued to slowly inch toward the long-awaited launch of their Bally Sports direct-to-customer streaming service. Uh, Sinclair is the parent company of Bally's. The company announced that the plan was still to have a soft launch of the streamer this quarter and that it will cost $189.99 annually or $19.99 per month. Later during the company's earnings call, CEO Chris Ripley referred to the upcoming service as Bally Sports Plus. Currently, Bally Sports regional sports networks are only available to stream on DirecTV Stream as part of their $89.99 choice plan. Over the last two years, the channels were dropped by YouTube TV, Sling TV, Hulu, and Fubo TV. Uh, On Tuesday, Ripley said that the streaming service would launch with an attractive price point as compared to other similar professional sports direct-to-customer offerings. So, for those of you who have had issues with watching games or have not found the Bally's app to be as user-friendly as perhaps other apps, uh, Bally's now plans here in the second quarter. Now, the soft launch is in the second quarter, uh, but, I mean, you know, we're talking about, what, 50-ish days, 55 days remaining in the second quarter to uh, to make this app available direct to customers, uh, direct to consumer, uh, for $189.99 annually or $19.99 per month. That is up to you on the payment plan. Jackson, I would ask whether or not you would pay it, but since you went to Ledoux, I know your parents will pay it. But for the people who, for the people who actually do uh, pay, uh, is that price point too high, uh, or would you be willing to pay it? What do you think on that? Well, I mean, if you're comparing and contrasting, you're to get the current situation, you need a cable subscription, and that can run you anywhere from a hundred to upwards of a hundred and fifty or even more per month or pay that price for one year and get everything that you want. Like someone like me, like the only reason I would ever want a cable subscription is for live sports. I have no interest in anything else on live TV. I can stream everything else. So to have that option and and essentially pay for what you want, like a la carte style in a sense, I think that would be the move for a lot of people who are at the moment kind of just can't really watch their favorite teams, which they were used to either – before they cut the cord or with YouTube TV or Sling or FUBU or Hulu. And now that they can't watch the games, they're either not watching it or trying to figure out a way around it. So if you can pay that monthly payment, that's 
a fair price point, I think people will do it. Uh, and one of the one of the first texts we got here is, "Will there be blackouts?" Uh, that is from the six three six. I would be surprised if there were, but at the same time, I'm kind of surprised by how all this has played out over the last couple of years, couple mm-hmm. of seasons, I suppose. So for me to call it me being surprised as uh, some kind of indication of what I think will happen would not necessarily be fair. Here is what I think is one of the core issues. Personally, I would, right? But I pay for a wide variety of apps already. And I like just being able to, whether it be at my house or on my phone, just be able to click on something and immediately watch it. Take your pick of, of whatever that is, ranging from entertainment shows to sports programming. Sure. Uh, now, with that said, that's me. And for people who are older or who aren't doing what I'm doing, also, you know, for job responsibilities, sure. I, I have an obligation to do yeah. that. But let's say you don't have the job responsibilities or you're not as comfortable with the technology. And I, I just think it's one of those things, by the way, this is going to be a brief uh, scenic route to my point, but that's basically what the show is. Uh, when younger people kind of mock older people who aren't savvy with technology and like, well, figure it out, because inevitably we're all going to be, if we're lucky, the older people who, you know, people who aren't even born yet will be making fun of for not figuring something out. So with that said, the reality is, from a business standpoint, there are a number of people, some of whom are listening to this show, who have... Uh, been used to just clicking on a television and moving to a channel to watch the Cardinals or Blues play and not having to navigate an app, not having to pay extra for it. And so even though this report has come out within the last two hours from this uh, Sinclair uh, earnings report for the first quarter and then the State of the Union for their second quarter soft launch of this app, it's getting a lot of pushback. It's not being received well. Mm. And so why, and, and again, I mean, it's not like there's a Gallup poll sure, on this, sure. but I am seeing like there's no way I'm paying this. That's too much. The current app is not quality anyway. So they right. sabotage that app to make people pay for this Apple. But, but, but what I would say is this. When newspapers, and I'm not talking specifically about the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, take your pick of whatever newspaper, and I can only speak to to U.S. papers, and I subscribe to a variety of newspapers, but again, job responsibility, um, went from giving the content free starting in the mid-1990s up until whenever newspapers started trying to charge for subscriptions to online content, there was a great deal of pushback. And I think one of the reasons for the pushback isn't that it is wrong in principle to charge for something that someone created, but that for a number of years, people were used to getting it for free right. or as part of another package, as is the case with, say, your cable or direct TV subscription with what was Fox Sports Midwest. Yeah. So now you have the brand changing, even though that's really Sinclair acquiring the Fox regional networks, mm-hmm. and it correlates with the Sinclair pulling out of YouTube TV, Sling TV, Fubo TV, and people are going, this is just an absolute cluster. And so now you're going to charge me in addition to what I'm paying for whatever service it is. And I get for you at 24 years old, you're not a cord cutter. You're a cord never. We were talking about that. You're a cord never. But for somebody who still is um, used to paying for some semblance of a subscription, they might go, now I got to pay $20 for that. And the other thing, $20 a month for that. And now the other thing is is I think what has happened over the last couple of years is some people who may have not been switching all over the place to follow wherever they could get Bally's content, they've gone, eh, I kind of learned I didn't need it as much as I thought I did. Sure. And now I'm irritated that I've got to pay 
to have it. Again, would I? My answer is yes, and I like that this option will be there. Yep. But I don't know how well-received it will be in the general public. What do you think, Jackson, with I've, regards to the general public's? Just a quick question. So if you already have a cable subscription, will you need this in addition to that to watch the no. game? Okay. So as long as you have the subscription, you still are good there. So they're not double-dipping on people. I think that naturally, anytime you're saying, hey, give us more money, essentially, to X our product, you're going to get pushback. But I think this kind of is the answer. I feel like this is the answer to a lot of people's problems when they say they can't watch the Cardinal game because they don't have a cable subscription. I think this is the solution. That's how, you know, if you want to watch every NFL game, that's how you, you have to pay that monthly price. Same for- 75 bucks a month for the NFL, by the way. Comparatively right. speaking, just for the record, the NBA League Pass, which Jackson, of course, knows, uh, is twenty nine ninety nine per yep. month. Uh, MLB TV costs twenty four ninety nine per month. Now I have MLB TV, uh-huh. but guess what? Blackouts. Blackouts when I'm in St. Louis. Uh, yeah. So so I think it's comparable to those prices where you're going to be getting it all the time. And I think if the app is user friendly, if it comes out that it's easy to use, easy to watch, you don't have some of the issues that you might have had in the previous app. I think eventually it'll be like, okay, this was the answer that we were kind of looking for, albeit. Maybe not the perfect situation, but I think it is going to solve a lot of people's problems. So this is uh, something that the Sinclair uh, Corporation addressed this morning. And whether or not it actually takes place, how many teams it will impact, it does not impact every single team. Right, to because be clear. not every team is on uh, uh, Bally's. Bally's. That's correct. There yeah. are a variety of these RSNs, regional SNY, sports yeah, networks. Yeah. So, yeah. So, with that said, uh, I'm anxious to see if this thing actually does come out. Again, soft launch by mm-hmm. June 30th, uh, and then it's supposed to be uh, available to everyone in the third quarter. That is per Sinclair, the parent company of Bally's. Uh, I like the option. I already subscribed to ESPN Plus, could cut DirecTV and save money. That's from the 618. See, that's kind of the thing. Right. And I'm not, I couldn't care less what people choose to do with their television subscriptions, but from my standpoint, for me, yeah, I look at what I, with my subscription, I'm going, yeah, what do I really watch? I can't just get on my right, exactly. HBO Max, Netflix, you know, and if I'm subscribing to Bally's app, right. Maybe net overall, I might wind up saving money. But what I'm telling you is I think most people will have an emotional reaction to now I've got to pay to watch the Cardinals and Blues when I didn't have to before. Now, if you're a cable subscriber, you're good. Yeah. But for the app, uh, this and you're not a cable subscriber, this is the issue that you have or the DirecTV subscriber. All right, we got to take a commercial break. Final segment of Balloon Party is coming up. Your thoughts are welcome. Plus, we'll give away the tickets for the Bud Bash giveaway for the Cardinals and Orioles next week. My name is Tim McKernan, and you are listening to Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. Final segment of Balloon Party here on 101 ESPN. Tim McKernan, Action Jackson with you. BK and Ferrario coming up at the top of the hour. Cardinals and Royals. Another uh, day game as the game was moved up in Kansas City for forecast reasons. And then, I mean, you need to settle in today, Jackson. Just oh, settle in. Big settle in day. Cardinals and Royals, day game. And then Blues and Wild, 845-03. Puck drop. 845-03. I would want to take the over on that, but I'm done betting to start time. You're done, you're done on the way to the I think they're going to sabotage me. I think they're, they're... You think everybody's out to get you now? I think they're listening that's, to the that's program. That's a little paranoid, I think. I do think, I do think they're listening to the program. Sure, sure. 
I just I think that they're gonna be like they're gonna if the anthem's ready to go, and they're just gonna be like, let's wait a little bit because this uh, this little Tex is uh, this little Tex in St. Louis on the one hour show, right? And they know yeah, that should be the name of it, the one hour show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, Jackson, you're giving away uh, Bud Bash tickets here, uh, and uh, said we'd give it to the text of the day. Lots of choices. I'm probably going to spend 90 minutes with my therapist today as opposed to 60 after reading some of these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, uh, 101 fair. ESPN uh, with your chance to win a pack, a four-pack of tickets to the Cardinals-Orioles on uh, Tuesday night's Budweiser Bash, May 10th. And this is going to feature two limited-edition bobblehead giveaways featuring David Fries and Lee Smith. Get all the details. This Tuesday's night's Budweiser Bash now at cardinals.com slash promotions. Uh, Jackson, what have you selected? You know, there's a lot of great texts today, Tim. There was. Uh, similar to you, me and my therapist are going to have a long session today after reading some of them. But uh, I just have to go. This one's a classic. Came in early. We mentioned it earlier, but I think it's just it, it's it's a great text. Give me the text of the day, you were the last wife. Wow, wow, wow. So congratulations. That's all it took. Congratulations. That's all to- it took. That person now gets to go to the Cardinals and Orioles courtesy of Balloon Party. Yep. Yeah, wow. and, and, and they should wear it as a badge of honor. Really. It's a nice win. They should. They should wear it as a badge of honor because it's a great text. It's simple. It's to the point. Uh, It doesn't, it it comes after me, but it doesn't ruin my self confidence. So that's a, you know, point in their their favor. This would have won had I had control of Congress. Uh, My second favorite short bald man. Great interview, Tim. You're the best. Now tell that translucent little cuck boy I'll trade him the tickets for a Hans Wyman consultation. That's from former Cardinal reliever. Ray King, uh, and and he didn't get your knot. I notice he did not. It, it was a late entry. Uh, well, not that late, but late right. enough. And he sent it five or six times over the last half hour, and I felt like you went uh, against him. Yeah. Well, he knows. He knows I'm a fan. Well, congratulations to whoever said. What was it? <laughs> Give me the text of the day, you little asswipe. <laughs> right. That's all it took. That's, You're going to the Cardinals and Orioles. Simple pleasure. Uh, BK and Ferrario are up next. Looking forward to tomorrow's edition of Balloon Party when we'll find out whether or not the Blues were able to go up 2-0 on the wild tonight in St. Paul, Minnesota. Time for us to shut it down. BK and Ferrario up next for Action Jackson. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes. From running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.